Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome to Advice and Shit Podcast. Um, before we get started on today's episode about Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, I'd like to give a little update to the poll from our last episode um, about Sienna May. The results are in. The question was, did Sienna May give an adequate apology? And the options were yes or no. A hundred percent of y'all said no, <laughs> which was funny. And I, I agree. So if you'll take the time after listening to this episode about gaslighting and being dismissed, um, if you will go ahead and answer the poll and the free response question, um, and I will give an update to it when the poll is closed to how you guys felt, get some feedback. All right. Now into the episode. All right. All right. Let's get this started. Welcome to the Advice and Shit podcast. I'm your host, as it is. That's the host name that I went for when I was like forever years ago. It doesn't even matter. Now, if you're not new to this podcast, you may be like, girl, <laughs> where have you been? Um, I am currently in graduate school. I'm getting a doctorate in chemistry and I'm very fucking stressed and very busy and very depressed. But your girl goes to therapy. We're getting through it. We're getting through the motivation to come back into the podcast. I already had the next three episodes planned. Hello. I'm so sorry. Microphone. The microphone's new. Hello. How are you doing? The microphone's a new update. Stole it from my husband. Thank you. Um, <laughs> trying to get through it, uh, but that's not important. That's not why you're here. It's just important for you to know that we're going to come back to a more scheduled programming, a more normal, uh, see you more frequently podcast, you know, like it should be. All right. So everybody get out your drink, get out your notes. I know if you listen to the podcast. I haven't been here. You probably aren't listening because it's about the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard civil defamation case. Dun, dun, dun. Get out your drink. I'm drinking Coke today. Let me just ASMR that shit. (sighs) Opened it so well, it splashed on my face. That's what she said. Not exactly what she said, but I love The Office, so I could help myself. So, getting into it. Have you watched all hours of the court case? I have, because I have a problem. But, I'm coming to you with a tea. Today, we are talking about Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. For our podcast topic today, we're talking about gaslighting and being dismissed and how that can affect your mental health. A little bit later in the episode, I'll talk about some personal experience with not exactly gaslighting, but like the feeling of being dismissed and how that affects your overall confidence as a person. You know, I'm growing in therapy. I'm here to help you grow. This is not therapy advice or law advice. I'm just talking about a court case. But it's just talking about, you know, life experiences. That's all, okay? 
So if you're wondering where you can hear all about Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard court case, I watched the live stream um, through Emily D. Baker's live stream. She's on YouTube. She's been an attorney for over 15 years. And she has a podcast called The Emily Show, where she basically breaks down each week of the court case. And it's amazing. It's good. I've watched so many hours of this court case. Like, I, at the same time, having a real job. So I'm trying to catch up. I'm two days behind. Today of recording, it is closing statements. And I am two days behind that. So I have, what, 16 hours to watch before I get to the closing case? Like, I have, I have a little bit to go. But that's why we're not doing a whole summary of the court case. We're just talking about gaslighting because everybody talks about Amber Heard. Amber Turd, everybody's going, I stepped on a bee. Uh, you know, <laughs> that meme. And now, before we start diving into my notes, because girl, <laughs> I have notes. I want to get my bias out there, just so you don't think that I'm coming in unbiased, because I'm not, okay? I'm coming in biased. I am uh, hashtag justice for Johnny Depp. I have been since the UK case, when... Um, the leaked audio happened and we heard about how um amber was saying i wasn't i wasn't punching you i was fucking hitting you since that leaked tape even before then i was kind of like that seems kind of strange but i wasn't gonna be like you know not supporting a victim and the audio came out and i was like oh you're a fucking liar so that's my bias on it you know if that's not your bias on it and you don't want to listen, you can tune out. That's fine. Just know that my opinions on this, my notes, have some bias in them. And if you don't want to hear that, then, you know, maybe don't listen. If you do listen, hey, good for you. Getting a new point of view. However, watching this court case and watching Elaine, fucking Elaine, Amber's lawyer, uh, and Amber's testimony, uh, and how it just contradicted itself all the time, uh, I don't, I tried to go in being unbiased to the court case, I really did, watching it, and then, it's up gonna be, uh, not that, but just, everything else her testimony was so graphic um but not in a graphic way that a sexual assault survivor usually describes their attack um which this is that's not the that's not the point of today's podcast and maybe that will be in the future but that's also where I stopped trying to be unbiased in the court case and was just like, no, I'm biased. Because as a sexual assault survivor and someone and who has a lot of friends who are also survivors, whenever we talk about our experiences, we're not pointing out how dirty the floor was. You know, that's not something that we look at 
and we talk about, we talk about, we get very uncomfortable. And since I don't believe Amber's statements to be true, she did a great job acting at that, just as Johnny Depp's lawyer said, she did the, she's put on the acting of a lifetime, acting of her career. See, that's my bias coming out. I'm sorry. That's just, that. maybe that's a little mean. But, you know, when I talk about my sexual assault, it's, a lot of people who I, I've known talk about it. It's like, you know, when someone talks about how they lost a limb, like their arm got cut off, but they can sometimes still feel like their arm is still there. Like it's a shadow feeling, but it's not really there because it's a traumatic event and it's like a shadow feeling like your arm is still there. Whenever I talk about my sexual assault and it, I have the shadow feeling of what that person did to me. When I think about it, when I talk about it, I can still feel that man's, that pig, sorry, let's not call him a man, because that's what, now what men do, that's what a pig does, um, that's what that person did. I can still feel where that person's hands were on me, which is why sexual assault is so dehumanizing, because forever, for the a very long time you can still have this shadow effect of what happened and you never really feel like your body's your own because if you think about what happened to you not anything that you chose to be to partake in you think about what happened to you you know you can still feel it because it was very traumatic and you feel like your body is not your own um so that is a side tangent, not the point of this podcast episode, sorry, to get into my little soapbox of an opinion. Um, let me take a, take a little, take a little swig, um, take a little sip. I have a Coca-Cola addiction now, and it's fantastic if you're a pepsi person let me tell you i don't agree (laughs) i don't agree making enemies everywhere i don't agree (laughs) um sorry that was just very random i am from an area that is very pepsi and i'm like not for me i'm a coca-cola person so i'd still I'd actually, I would prefer to drink Pepsi rather than any sort of diet drink because it does not taste the same. Um, another side tangent. For my research, I have to, I'm, re- I'm recycling Coke bottles. And I get the Coke bottles by drinking Coca-Cola. And that's why I have a Coke addiction because I need a lot of the plastic as I drink from a, you know, an aluminum can. But that's because we're past the point of an addiction. We have a problem. So now we're just buying it to just drink it. It's a problem. Um, but yeah, now I can tell the difference between any type of drink. That's a cola drink. Because I've drank so much Coca-Cola. Anyways, so. Gaslighting and being dismissed. That is the damn point. Get to it. Hello. Um, 
my gosh, what a burp. What a, what a lady. Um, again, if you want to listen to the pod, if you want to listen to the whole court case, if you want summaries of each week, you can watch Emily D. Baker with Emily Show. It's a podcast. Um, want to shout out another ADHD dyslexic girly, you know, even though she's, she's not a girly, she's a full grown woman. And I guess I'm a full grown woman at 23, but hey, you know, here we are. <laughs> Still can't see ourselves as an adult. But anyways, all right, the notes. So these are some quotes that really stuck with me through this trial. Um, these are from Amber Heard, Amber Turd, of course, um, where she said, that's not the conversation we were having. I wasn't talking to Johnny about my birthday. So this was um, jo- after um, Camille Vasquez the star of the show her her what is it what, what did they keep talking about the other day it was like a a star becoming moment or something they kept talking about that and damages doesn't matter anyways camille vasquez was asking amber about and she was did such a good job anyways she was oh my god what was i talking about sorry again recent diagnosis with ADHD, but it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Um, (laughs) Camila Vasquez asked Amber if, you know, she had talked to Johnny about Amber's 30th birthday, where Amber shit on the bed, right? Um, Because after Amber's 30th birthday, she, hello, if you don't know what's going on in the the court case, let me just court case let me just break it down for you the story is that amber's 30th birthday happened johnny was very late to the birthday party amber was very upset about it they got into an argument um then oh right they got into an argument in this audio tape johnny talks about how johnny was in the bed and amber was trying to talk to him and he wasn't talking to her and she got up walked around the bed and started punching Johnny in the face. That's what Johnny was talking about in the tape that was played for Amber. And he was saying, your 30th birthday, you came around the bed and you kept, what did he say? Like, decked me in the face. He was saying that she was punching him in the face. That next day, Johnny goes off for some filming thing. Amber shits on, or she takes a dump, sorry. She shits on Johnny's side of the bed, leaves, because she's going to Coachella, and she, with her friends, but she tells the driver she pulled a prank. And it wasn't a good prank. Or she shit on the bed. All right. So, that is the story. Now, this tape was played for Amber where Johnny's saying, On your birthday, that night, you came around and you started punching me in the face. And Amber's response to this audio of where Johnny was saying this was being played in court, Amber in real time was saying, that's not the conversation we were having. We weren't talking about my 30th birthday. That's not what happened. And Camille Vasquez is saying, you know, like, you're saying you weren't talking about your 30th birthday? And... Amber Heard saying, I'm not having that conversation with Johnny. He may be talking about that, but I'm not having that conversation with him. Meanwhile, in this audio, Amber does not deny what is happening. And she does 
talk to Johnny in the audio, but she's saying she's not having that conversation. That's not the conversation she was partaking in in the audio. And there's not enough clips of her talking to disprove that, but it doesn't make sense with the context of the audio that was played. So for a lot of audio that was played that went against Amber, she would say, that was not the conversation I was having. Like, what was it? Oh, there was, um, Amber was saying that she was trying to keep Johnny from going into this house to go use. Um, and she was also saying that, um, you know, she doesn't text Johnny a lot. And then texts were shown where Amber kept texting Johnny being like, don't be the monster, be the man, fight for us, you know, stay with me, don't leave. And um, Camille Vasquez is saying, you're not calling Johnny when he uses a monster, you're calling him when he leaves you and ignores you a monster. And Amber Heard is saying, when he leaves is when he goes to use drugs. Which, Amber hadn't really said that before, but now she's saying that. And she's claiming that that's what they were doing. Um, And then this audio is played, where, in fact, the audio is Johnny explaining, I'm going to go see my daughter... I'm gonna go. You can't keep me from seeing my kid. I'm gonna go. You're gonna be fine. I'm gonna leave you for a bit and I'm gonna come back in a few hours. And Amber's response to that is, that's not the conversation we were having. So back to the point of gaslighting um, (laughs) and being dismissed. She's gaslighting this whole court saying that's not the conversation we were having when from the audio tapes it's very obvious that that's the conversation they were having i feel like ben shu depp's lead attorney with his face going like what what how can you what what do you mean that's not the conversation what like it's so annoying um or another thing with another example of gaslighting the court is Amber, like, mixing up the meaning of words, being like, oh, well, those words mean the same. When they obviously don't. They obviously don't mean the same thing, but she's like, no, no, they mean the same thing. Don't worry about, you don't know. (laughs) You don't know, but they mean the same thing. That's got, you're manipulating the meaning and the perception of others to fit your benefit and make them feel like they're wrong. That, ma'am, is gaslighting. So, um, this was when Amber was being asked about her claims that she donated, paid, as Camila Vasquez said, this $7 million from her divorce settlement. And then Amber would say, correct, I pledged the entirety. I pledged the entirety of the divorce settlement. Correct, I pledged the entirety. And then Camille Vasquez would say, no, my question was, did you donate all of it? After they played video of her on a TV show saying she donated all of it. So then Amber's like, no, I did. I I pledged all the money. Camille Vasquez is like, you haven't donated all the money. At this point, you have not. And Amber's like, that is incorrect. Or I don't like the characterization of your statement 
things like that that Amber would say. She's like, that is not correct. That's not a correct statement. I've pledged the entirety. She's staring down this jury, trying to, I don't know, try to bully them with her eyes. Just staring them down. But she's like, Cor- correct. I pledged the whole amount. And then she said that she uses pledge and donate interchangeably or something like that. I can't remember if she said interchangeably or a different word. But that's not, that's not what that means, sis. That's not what that means. And then she was saying, well, it's Johnny's fault that I haven't been able to pay it because I got sued. When in fact, Amber had all $7 million from Johnny in full 13 months before Johnny sued her. So Amber just didn't want to donate and give to those children who are dying in the hospital? Thanks a lot. If you weren't planning on falling through, don't announce that you're pledging this money. And don't go on TV and say that you donated all of it when you haven't. So, took a little Coca-Cola break for my addiction. And I'm not saying Coca-Cola like an addiction like to make light of actual addictions. That's not the point. Um, I mean, like, you know, some people actually have a soda problem and if they go without soda for a couple days it's like they have a sort of like withdrawal from it that's what i mean i don't mean like an a addiction like to a drug i'm not trying to make light of anything like that okay cool just want to make sure that we're all on the same page i mean i thought we were on the same page but i just wanted to like double check you know um so the reason we're talking about gaslighting and feeling dismissed. And we're using Amber as a good example of that is because I think it's hard to see gaslighting within our own day-to-day lives and see that, you know, this family member you have or this significant other you have is talking to you in a way that's very dismissive or is, you know, gaslighting you, making you constantly feel like, you're wrong, you can't do anything right, and you don't know what's going on, you're not right about anything, you have a mis- you have a skewed and misunderstanding of the world because this person's gaslighting you, and I think it's important to show Amber actually gaslighting the court, like, lying, not enough for a perjury case, but, like, actually, like, gaslighting the court like just changing the words a little bit because that's kind of how gaslighting works sometimes so maybe we can use it as an example to see gaslighting within our own relationships whether that be co-workers family members like intimate relationships because you know everyone's like oh gaslighting if you're gaslighting me it's become like a you know a pop culture term like uh uh, trigger that triggers me um which is annoying but I think it's a good example so we can analyze our own self because in our own relationships with people because watching Amber just like twist words in the in a way so that you're constantly wrong and incorrect has actually showed me 
that there are a few relationships within my own life that are kind of like that, where I'm never right. I'm never right. Even on something that I know, or even if it's something that I know and I know I'm comp and I'm confident that I'm correct. It's well, that's not important. That's the dismissive side of it, where even if you prove that you're right, it's doesn't even matter. Who cares? Next. Anyway, let's talk about something else. That is so defeating as a person. Like, for you to be treated that way is, like, so defeating to feel. So, tying this back into the court case and how it looked. Because um, I saw people do, like, jury analysis of it is that basically Amber's whole testimony just said, you know, everyone's wrong but her. If there was evidence going against it, well, they're just wrong. They're lying. I don't know why they're lying, but they're lying. You know, everyone's wrong but her. And Amber was very much sidestepping away from any proof that her statements were incorrect and in saying that you're incorrect. Um, I've had that happen. So that's the how the... Um, the gaslighting ties in where it's like no that's not the conversation we were having or just tweaking the words a little bit just so you're always incorrect or it's not important well that's not that's not valid that's not important what why you know um i talked about how i recently was diagnosed with adhd and, you know, my family was never, never really thought I had anything, you know, going on like a, a t well, okay, we definitely knew that I couldn't remember shit. That was, <laughs> that was for sure. Uh, my dad told me I had the memory of Dory. Like, you know, I definitely will forget things, especially if they're not in my, like, line of sight. They don't exist. Um, which is a very good clue to ADHD. Maybe I could do a podcast episode on that. Um, but anyways, little, little tidbit of, you know, life experience. Um, I'm very open about, uh, my mental health and like any traumatic experiences like my sexual assault that would affect my mental health and how it's like, you know, affected me as a person. Um... And, you know, why do I feel like I have to be, like, up here to get a good audio? Hello? Is this better? Or now I'm talking quieter. Okay, let's talk really loud from back here. I don't know. Anyways, um, I was very open about my diagnosis and getting on this very mild ADHD stimulant. Um, it's not, like... Adderall is a very intense stimulant from what I understand. So I was on a milder stimulant and someone in my life asked me one time, like, so what are you using that for? And I was like, what do you mean? And like, well, what are you using the medication for? And I was like, to focus, like, what do you mean? Like, well, I mean, like you didn't actually get like a real, you didn't get like a real ADHD diagnosis, right? So like, you know, what are you using it for? And I was like, to focus. 
and you know like i did get diagnosed i saw a psychiatrist and they said that like yeah but like you didn't like do like a test or anything like it's not like a real diagnosis so like what are you using it for and that is very gaslighting and when this conversation was happening i'm like this is just really weird like it's a really weird thing to say and then I was telling my husband about it, and he was like, that's so fucking rude. Why the hell would someone say that? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I guess you're right. That is a really rude thing to say to somebody. And then um, looking at how Amber Heard just, like, minces words. It's like, did you get a real, di- like, saying a real diagnosis? Like, that's a different label, just like her saying pledge and donate are the same thing. Just, like, mincing words a little bit. That kind of gaslighting and like dismissing your experience is very it really hurts a person because it makes their feelings and their experiences of life feel invalid and less than and deemed not as valuable and worthy as someone else's right so um a example of i guess another example of gaslighting um would be when amber was in the audio recording to johnny because we're going to get into how gaslighting affects you in a relationship with somebody because we talked about like what is gaslighting now we're going to talk about how that affects you in a relationship um you know amber in an audio recording was saying i wasn't punching you i was fucking hitting you i i don't know what the full shape of my hand was in but i wasn't i wasn't decking you i wasn't hitting you i was fucking i wasn't punching you i was fucking hitting you and you're fine you're not hurt you're fine you're just being a baby so all of that she's gaslighting johnny into saying I wasn't punching you you don't know I don't know what the I don't know what the shape of my hand was but I know I wasn't punching you so you're wrong I'm I'm changing the your perspective of reality I wasn't punching you I was not punching you and then calling Johnny Depp a baby afterwards is the dismissing of his feelings of you're just being a baby about it you're just being a baby I'm going to dismiss your feelings on this to invalidate your feelings of your experience because I deem that it's not valuable to me. That's fucking hurtful. Yeah? Yeah. So, to read the definition I got um, from Google on gaslighting. Gaslighting is an abusive practice that causes someone to dis- to distrust themselves or to believe they have a mental illness. Right? So, an example, Amber tried to convince Johnny that he couldn't remember anything while on drugs, but she remembers everything perfectly. That was an example that was um, brought up in court or was kind of alluded to um, because Amber remembered everything perfectly, but Johnny has a memory problem because of his drug addiction, you know, making his memories and his feelings are invalid because he doesn't remember anything so 
The long-term effects of gaslighting include anxiety, depression, trauma, and low self-esteem. Now, in the depression department, because if your, you know, coworker, friend, family member is gaslighting you, these are things that you can, these are feelings you can have because of it. So, in the depression department, woo, um, Amber pushed Johnny with the gaslighting and also the physical abuse. Now, all this is alleged, so please don't sue me. Please, oh God, do not sue me, girl. You will get zero dollars from me because that's how much I have is zero dollars. All right, so... Amber, allegedly, she pushed Johnny mentally with the emotional, psychological, physical abuse to a point that in audio recording, Johnny's going to cut himself because he's so depressed and done with this. He's going to cut himself he's very emotional and instead of being there for johnny amber decides to hit record that's what she does on her phone instead of calling 911 for help trying to comfort johnny make him feel better she hits record oh i gotta record this if someone is in that kind of mental state how fucking dare you hip record instead of helping somebody? How dare you? Honestly. Another opinionated part for me, but how dare? I cannot. I. Mm, no. No. I can't. I. That oh, makes my blood boil. Oh my god. Okay. On to a different tip thing. I know that was kind of hard to talk about. It, it I'm really pissed <laughs> thinking about that. I kind of forgot about that. I that I'm mad again. Um, so the gaslighting long-term effects can lead to low self-esteem. Um, low self-esteem can lead to a rise in jealousy and insecurity, which kind of correlates with the longer that. Amber and Johnny were together, the more cheating accusations Johnny had against Amber. Although, if we do remember, um, Johnny said that Amber was cheating on him with James Franco. And then before, timeline's important, before Amber could change her locks, or no, she did. Forget the timeline. I don't remember. She brought James Franco over to the penthouse. So, whatever. There's elevator footage. Just just keep that in mind. Um, and so, just so we can get a holistic view of... Because you may be thinking, well, why the hell, if someone's gaslighting you, it's making you depressed, it's making you have low self-esteem... Why would you stay in a relationship with someone like that, that treats you like that? Well, here we go. Summary of some research. 
A summary of the research points out that people with low self-esteem, um, with low self-esteem's resistance to address concerns may stem from a fear of negative outcomes. That is, they believe that if they speak up and confront what troubles them, they risk rejection from their partner, and that, in turn, will damage their relationships. So, by speaking out and saying, hey, that's not cool when you do that, there's the fear of rejection, which kind of correlates with the fear of being dismissed, of, hey, I'm bringing these concerns to you about how you're treating me, and that fear of, once again, being dismissed. And I think that's pretty... I think that's a bitty, uh, a bitty, what? <laughs> I think that's a very big aspect of it is that you're constantly, if you're in a relationship like that with a friend, loved one, family member, you're constantly being gaslit and told that, told that you're wrong about everything, you don't know anything, you don't know what's going on, and anytime you have a good point, it's being dismissed because it's psh, whatever. Who are you to know? Psh, whatever. And then you try to bring up a point about how you're hurting my feelings. What you're saying is hurting my feelings. And it's hard to do that when deep down you know that that person's going to dismiss you once again. And thinking about my own experience that I've been talking about a little bit with someone in my that I know. That's hard. That's a hard statement to say to them, especially if you said it before and you know they just rejected it and they said you're just being too sensitive. You're too sensitive. You're too sensitive. No, that's not right. You're the you're the mean one. You're the bitch. Don't you realize? I tolerate you. You're the bitch. You're the bitchy one. Just being dismissed, that is a very invalidating feeling and it makes you feel a little crazy and it makes you feel like maybe some how you're overreacting and you start to invalidate yourself because people around you aren't validating yourself and I think you have to start validating yourself because the only one person who's going to be really out there for you is you. Um, so I would encourage you to start validating yourself. Being like, no, I know that's right. And setting boundaries. Like if that person is always making you feel crazy and feel like, you know, you're never right or they're constantly dismissing you, well, guess what? Spending time with you is a privilege. It's a privilege to spend time with you. It's a privilege for you to spend time with you today, for you to listen to my podcast. I really do appreciate you guys. Um, but it is a privilege for someone to spend time with you. Your valuable time. Because you could be spending your time, like if your time is currency, it's valuable. You could be spending it somewhere else. Somewhere else that'll actually make you feel better about yourself. And 
really, this is me preaching to myself, I'm spending valuable money on something that makes me valuable money or time on something that makes me feel like shit. So I challenge you and I challenge myself to set boundaries where if that person starts to do that thing where they start being a little gaslighty or very dismissive, whenever you're trying to talk to them, be like, okay, well, I'm going to go. Um, if like, oh, why? What's going on? You're being sensitive. Be like, and I'm allowed to be sensitive. And you know this hurts my feelings. So I'm going to go and then actually follow fucking through and leave. If you say, I'm going to do this and you don't do it, fuck, they may as well just bend you right over because they know you're never going to follow through on what you say. So if you say, I'm going to go, fucking do it take us take a breath walk out say i'll come back later but i'm going for now i need a break and leave just give yourself some peace just walk the fuck out i believe in you i know you can do it have a great ass day you know this is my encouragement for you for the week um i believe in you you can do it. You can set a hard boundary. I believe, it. girl, let me tell you. And if you're a dude, girl, let me tell you. I call everybody girl. Don't worry about it. I have a hard time with boundaries because I am a people pleaser at my core. I truly am. But setting boundaries, it seems so hard. Now that I have some, I'm like, shit, oh, this is like ecstasy. Where has this been my whole life? Oh my God. It's great. It's real good. It's it's so nice to actually value yourself. Like put value and worth on yourself over others. Not in a condescending way. Like I'm worth so much more than others. But like I have self-worth and self-preservation to not put myself through that shit. And it's so good and it'll make you feel so good about yourself because like I did that for myself I did that for me so next week because I got planned out let me tell you girl I got I got planned the fuck out I'm inspired we're talking about hating Taylor Swift or hating Taylor to being a Swifty and how this podcast episode is going to talk about internalized misogyny because your, your girl has a conspiracy theory about how the reason so many people were just told to not like Taylor Swift. It's internalized misogyny, bitches. Let me tell you. All right. That is the end of our podcast for today. I will see you next week when we talk about Taylor Swift, the one and only. And I will see you then.